Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Doctor Who fans! Welcome back! We're here at AfterBuzz TV talking about Doctor Who, the witch is familiar. Guys, I'm so excited. We're here to talk about, oh, such a good, good episode. <laughs> I'm so excited. And this music just gets me so pumped. Yeah. So pumped all the time. Huh. All right, guys. <laughs> Let's, uh, if you're, if you're joining us live, thank you for jumping over, uh, and joining us, uh, a little late. You guys are the best. The best. Yeah. I'm your host, Zach Wilson, and we're talking about the witches familiar, as I said. Now let me introduce you to my fantabulous panel over here. <laughs> what I'm I like that word. Okay. Yeah. It's my word. Like if I was playing the doctor, it'd be, uh, I'd be saying fantabulous all the time. Or at least twice, and then it would become a catchphrase. Right. Toronto. <laughs> Yell Teagle <laughs> is Hi, here. Everybody. You can tweet at me live during the show and forever at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. Tari Miller. I'm Tari Miller. You can <laughs> find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T A U R I J A Y. Alright, <laughs> right, guys. Just dance. Dance to the music. This is the best music in the world. Get you pumped up. Alright, a okay. lot to talk about in this episode. The first thing I want to do, I want to start off, I want to get you guys just off the cuff reactions to this episode, the second part of this premiere. Um, so I am a big fan of two-parters, especially when they're done right, because you have this build to a cliffhanger, and then you've got more build, and then you resolve it and solve it, and it's amazing. And this second episode, just it gives us a two—we had two season premieres <laughs> that were back-to-back wonderful, and I absolutely loved it. Nice. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> that that's gonna be your doctor it, word. It is. It really is. Oh, okay. I'm gonna jump out from the TARDIS and go nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and that's what I thought about the show. Uh, <laughs> but I thought it was a really good episode. Um, I liked everything up until like the 26 minute mark. Wow. Um, and then it became very specific. Yeah. Like then At the logic. It, I would say at the point where um, they make the turn, um, the Davros switch. Okay. Um, though you saw it coming, I didn't want it. Okay. Um, but, I mean, we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. But I loved everything up until that point, uh, and then it was just became a logistical nightmare. <laughs> um, so, I 
I liked the episode. It just had problems with it. I think Matt said it best last week that we've gotten to a point where we need to accept that there are giant gaping plot holes in a lot of episodes um, and logistical plot holes. Right. Well, I accept it. It's just for me, I felt like the story itself needed to end before the the twist Mm. um, or I guess the turn Uh, because for me, that whole arc of Davros and and the Doctor speaking man-to-man, one-on-one, mm-hmm. that was the story to me, and everything else was just super, superfluous. Whereas, uh, I felt like the moment that happened, you're like, alright, this is a cartoon now. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, well, let's let's dive in to to this. Oh, I should give my my reactions to this episode. Yeah, we'd yeah. like to hear um, what you thought. <laughs> I, I really liked it. I really I, I it's a fun ride. Um I had a lot of the what this episode what these episodes really did for me, um, because I had mixed feelings about season eight, mm-hmm. about last season, which I haven't talked about today. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Nope, not um yet. I had mixed feelings because there were a lot of really good episodes that I absolutely loved and some episodes that I just didn't didn't connect with me the right. same way. And a lot of that was built on the fact that there wasn't a big serialized thread through the story other than Clara and Danny and their relationship in re in and the doctor as sort of the third wheel right. of their of their situation, which is a really funny way to think of the doctor. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, it was and, the third wheel of Amy and Rory as well. Yeah, yeah, but it felt less so. No, no, yeah. I'm just saying that's not a silly way to do it because he's the third wheel. It's you know it's almost true with Amy and Rory. The doctor was sort of the puppy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's funny. Um, Rory yeah. was the puppy. No, no, like, Sorry, I would say Amy just that. had two puppies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that sounds right. All right. I'll go for that. She was way closer to one. <laughs> All right, moving forward, moving forward. Um, but what this episode, what these two episodes set, showed me is that there is a lot of stuff that they're going to do just in, in terms of the over, like, the, the, the world of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Like, there's it, the the bigger universe that we get to play with like and we'll get into this a little bit later but we talk about the the prophecy and what yeah um there's a lot that could be that could be a really cool thing like just everything about that all the questions that davros was asking the doctor yeah throughout this episode and we will absolutely get into that in detail but those things spoke to me that spoke to exactly what I love about Doctor Who. Yeah. I like the character stuff too, don't get me wrong. It needs that to be a good show. And the like the stuff with like Clara being addicted to the Doctor yeah. is brilliant. It was a fa- fascinating storyline. But this just has a, such potential. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know that at my interviews at San Diego Comic-Con with Capaldi and Moffat, they had said that last season was all about um the Doctor and Clara finding their identity, finding their identity individually and together. And that's what that whole season was about. And this season is going to be much more the two of them going on adventures. And I'm really excited to see that because it's going to be fun and exciting every week. But I worry because what I what I loved when I first started watching Doctor Who was the over-season story um, that was a mystery, that was a twist. That, you know, when we had Saxon and we never, we didn't even notice that his posters were everywhere. Right. You didn't notice that, you know, the song had the heartbeats. It was just... Those kinds of um, stories, I, th- I feel like, are going to fall by the wayside this season. And if and if we can accept that, 
then it's going to be a great season. But that means knowing that you're going into this going, okay, I'm okay with losing that that element. I would love to have more of that mm-hmm. um, sort of stuff. It's what... I, it's what I loved about those seasons with Tennant, and it's what I loved about seasons five and six mm-hmm. with Smith, because that's how I felt about those seasons. And pe- and like Saxon was definitely a much like slower breadcrumb trail, right. mm-hmm. but I loved the, the thread of the silence through mm-hmm. for, for through seasons five, six, and even into seven. Yeah. Right, um, that for me was one of my favorite story like through yeah. lines. Um, but let's let's get into this episode because sure. we could talk about that. All day, all day. Yeah. If you insist. <laughs> um, but so let's let's get into the Doctor and Davros in this episode. Am I saying Davros correctly? Because I feel like people were so questioning a, it. A but of, I think I'm saying it like they said it in the episode. Yeah, I also believe it's Davros. Um, yeah. But a lot of fans, just to clarify, not a single person here has ever added a T to that. We know his last name is not, <laughs> his name is not Roast. We are aware. Um, and we apologize for our silly American accents. Yeah, yeah, we're American. There's only so much we can do. That's true. Uh, we could just start going, Davros. <laughs> Davros. <laughs> um, but the big theme with, with Davros in this episode is the idea of compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, and compassion as a weakness, especially in a war. And I, I, I would posit to say that maybe not through all of Doctor Who, but definitely all of modern and I would say the bulk of classic, the Doctor is a man more or less at war. Like, he goes off and he does... It's time travel, so he can get away right. from that war every now mm-hmm. and again. But other, like, even outside of just the war Doctor, right. he's not in, like, a battle, per se, but how often, especially with the Daleks, he's, he's like, constantly going into, ba- one like, battles with the Daleks, like, here and there, like that add up to a major war over time, not just the time war, but right. outside of it. I would say he not necessarily is, is all constantly in a state of war battles, but he's constantly afflicted by yeah, or affected by the, the wars that he's been in. Right. He's in like a war against himself, if anything, because yeah. he's, he's kind of like a post-traumatic stress disorder patient. Like he was in this war and, in his first incarnations, at least in modern Who, he was recovering for, from it. He still felt the rage and, the, and the, the, the boiling blood of war. And over time, he's tried to make amends for it. In 10, he's tried to forget about it and move on. In 11, and now he's really like diving back and dealing, dealing with it and trying to heal as a doctor, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he even questioned, like, there's question of the, in this episode, like, are you a doctor? Right. Uh, I mean, that's sort of like, it's like, okay, so lowercase doctor <laughs> in this sentence, right? Well, he's not an MD. <laughs> he's not a PhD. <laughs> I thought he had PhDs. Whatever. I think he has a couple. Sure. <laughs> he has doctorates. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then, yes, he's a doctor, guys. I think we solved that problem. <laughs> But like he's not, but he's not a trained medical doctor. He's no Martha. No, he's no Martha. Uh, <laughs> um, um, but the but like then the the question becomes like even if it's just at war some of the time, like when mm-hmm. you're fighting, right? Take the take the word war out of it if it if it muddies the waters. When you're fighting mm-hmm. and you're trying to defeat an enemy, defeat the Daleks because they are. Pure evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is compassion? Does compassion hurt your your fight? Does it 
make you unable to win? Um, I would say that it puts you at a disadvantage in war situations or in battle situations, but like losing it makes you no better than your enemy or the Daleks in this case, you know, and that's what separates our hero from Scott, uh, not Scar, from Davros, um, is that he chose, he chooses to take the path of compassion as opposed to trying to erase it and just win at all costs. Mm hmm. Yeah, I would say that my man Eccleston said it best. <laughs> um, guys, that's my doctor. If you haven't picked up on that, um, the, it's uh, like big ears. Huh? <laughs> he's just fantastic. Um, the, when he's Uh-oh. the gamma, the gamma ray, when he's gonna or the gamma pulse, whatever it was, when he was gonna kill the Daleks, mm-hmm. and he goes, I, "I would rather be a coward any day." That's that's yeah, that's the doctor. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. I, I mean, that's the thing is that when you if by taking compassion, like I know I po- I'm posing the question right. to get it out there because that's what this episode is asking us. Yeah. But but I I side with the doctor. Like a war is not if you give up compassion, especially in this case, the Daleks win. Yeah, and Davros wins. Right. Um. But what the by the end of this episode, um. We know that it's compassion that saves the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the fact that the doctor, even after all of this, could show compassion for a child right. that ultimately lets him know that he can save his friend, mm-hmm. figure out how to stop everyone, to stop the what like the terrible things from happening around him, and. It sort of answers the question that we posited, or that the show posited, especially last week, the idea of if you, like, the Hitler conundrum, right. as I call it. Um, it don't shake your head. I don't like when you say it. Go on. Um, but it's it's the question of, like, if you knew this person, as, as and even um, the Baker. Looper, the Looper conundrum. Go on. Right. Wait. Whatever. <laughs> um, but they, and they quoted, they showed the clip of Baker last yeah. week. Like, yeah. if you were given the opportunity to kill the, a person you knew was going to destroy the world. Mm-hmm. Paraphrasing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you t- and, and but the way to do it, you had to kill them as a kid. Yeah. You do it, and the doctor says no. Show compassion, and you can change the future. You can build. Because I found myself asking at the beginning of this episode when the Daleks are like, "Davros must be assisted." Like why? Like they don't care about anything in the world. Right. And it, this was sort of like Tari. You were saying around the twenty-six minute, you sort of had like a you weren't sure. Right. I had the. I think I had the same feeling midway yeah but then it was they they answered the the questions that i had by the end and i felt better about it like the concept that the daleks had been instilled with compassion from davros Mm -hmm. to me that says oh that that's a that's a really cool painting of a an issue yeah yeah what do you do you guys have any other thoughts on um all right, I, I guess I want. To, I really just want to talk about my my like my deal with this <laughs> interaction between the two of them um, because I loved where this story was going. I loved the idea that they had already started planting these seeds of like your enemy could essentially be your closest friend. You spend so much time like at war with them, getting to know them. Uh, that you essentially learn to love them in some way. Mm-hmm. I loved the idea of this being Davros's end, and it being like the like 
the Dalek episode, like the episode that's just called Dalek, where, you know, he's blood and rage against this Dalek. It's Eccleston's uh, doctor. Um, <laughs> and at the end, the, the Dalek sees the light and essentially not ascends, but like realizes that it's wrong. Um, and I wanted that so much of this episode because in the, in the, the episode, the Genesis of the Daleks that, uh, was referenced last week, the, the ending of that story was, uh, the fourth doctor being like, I could have killed, uh, Davros and all the Daleks then, but their existence brought together so many people that it would be disrespectful to undo that. And I, I wanted that episode to kind of be that, but then it, Davros turned into a, a, a mustache twirling villain and was like, "Ha I'm going to take your your Time Lord powers," and essentially erased all the like heart that I felt for these creatures. That's, that's fair. I did find myself when um, they, that when the, the turn came, like I was waiting for like. I was not. I, that was sort of like the obvious way to go, right? And you're like, "Don't trust him. What are you doing?" Yeah. The the wire had eyes a second ago. <laughs> you crazy man. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I liked when the doctor, like, I guess when he planned it. Um, yeah, but that I felt again was like a. I mean, just as soon as we see the wire with the eyes, I went, "All right, so now we're just waiting for that to." To happen. Yeah, Stop him. Yeah. The regeneration energy question, while we're talking about yeah. this, I, I'm I'm a little thrown by the use of it here. Um, I know that Moffat's been a little like fast and loose with the he's he's inventing new ways that regeneration energy can be used. Right. right. And I'm I'm kind of okay with that because from a, a pure science fiction standpoint. Let's assume that Time Lords exist okay. yeah. and regeneration energy is a real thing. Sure. Yeah. It it stands to reason that especially someone as old as the Doctor would have figured out ways to use it for other purposes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm willing to grant that like he can use it to like channel some energy into somebody else or do something. Right. Like, but they sucked out like they like took a ton of regeneration energy out of him. Yeah. And to like how much does that hurt the doctor? Did that did we just see much like the hand was right. was wound up being counting as a regeneration when right. the tenant kept the same face? Um, um did we just see a regeneration go away? I imagine oh, Yeah, no, I, I just want to say I think I think Matt said it last week I may have said this already I don't know <laughs> um, but Matt said it last week that we we have to accept these types of <laughs> right. these types of plot holes or or what, how did you put it Moffat is fast and loose right, right. yeah and I, mean, lives. Um, I think we're gonna have to just be like alright no fine yeah I refuse <laughs> trust me I'm with you but I'm letting us know that I'm, I'm. If I say it out loud, maybe I'll start doing right. it. Right. That like the, we're just gonna have to accept it. Yeah. I mean, and they kind of made their decree in this episode where he's like, "I'm the doctor. Deal with it." Yeah. I mean, like that's how they're gonna explain it. And the that's real all question I need. is, where did I get this cup of tea? The answer is, I'm the doctor. Deal. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's Moffat kind of being like, guys, 
it's it's a science fiction. You just said, all right, so the doctor exists and regeneration uh, energy exists, and we all went, uh huh. Continue. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to deal with it. Um, yeah, and to kind of uh, piggyback off question. of your uh, off of your inquiry or your posed words, um, <laughs> I mean, we've seen it before when River gave all of uh, all of her regeneration yeah. energy, and uh, also when Matt used it to heal her uh, in the uh, Manhattan episode. Angels take Manhattan. Yes. So I mean, it, it's there's a thorough flow of it. I think it's. A matter of being able to harvest it is the the issue. Yeah, although that raises an interesting question because now that we know that Matt Smith's doctor had, was on his final regeneration, where did he get the regeneration energy from? This was left over from when River gave him some, I guess. Right, <laughs> guys, sciencey wise, sciencey wise. These are important questions, you guys. And that's we why need we to ask know. Them. Let us know what you think in the comments below. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, okay, um, but so then it be, it, the other uh, sort of issue that that well, there was a big moment uh, before we move too far away from the compassion discussion where Davro, like I'm like what because Davros asks the doctor, "Am I a good man?" Yeah, which was the big question of last season, right? Um, what did, what were you guys thinking as that was said? Now that we know it was like a sort of a fake out, which sort of softens it. I'm hoping. That that is going to be a bad wolf type of thing. That it's like carried through and it reveals something amazing. That said, I don't believe it is. <laughs> I just am hoping that's what it is. Yeah, um, I I loved it, uh, and I, I I'd like to think that part of what was happening was genuine. Like I know he was doing a long con, but I think that part of it was. Like if you want to, if you want to sell a lie, you have to, you know, immerse it in truth. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like part of that were his true feelings. And I'd like to think that even if his plan hadn't succeeded, he would feel good going to the grave knowing that he finally got that off of his chest. So I thought it was a really good moment, and I, I actually really enjoyed it. It was like when uh, Tennant did his call back to "I don't want to go," but it was like because oh. it was like a really nice mirror. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah, I mean, people had mixed feelings about the like this the fifty when he did it in the fiftieth. Yeah. But it was I like I mean I liked it then, and you're I think you're right. That's a great point. I hadn't thought of that. That like this is like his real. These are his real emotions. It, it the best way to uh, tell a lie is to tell ninety percent of a truth, right? Um, and I mean, I think most most <laughs> yeah says no. No, no, I uh, just, he just said that. Yeah, did, he was did agreeing. He, yeah, I'm, I am agreeing <laughs> with him. I'm amused. I'm amused. Moving on. Zach yeah. and I are almost the same person. I will assimilate, assimilate you. <laughs> this is not Star Trek, Harry. <laughs> it's a totally different show. Mm. Although Fine. not so much if you read the comic books because they do the Star Trek Doctor Who crossover. <laughs> uh, um, um, <laughs> so that was a positive just so everyone understands that was like a yay um, but, I, but I like a lot of the stuff so then what happens from there is that the Daleks are infused with the regeneration energy and like that was the way that the doctor like got like the the, the garbage Daleks the, or the poop Daleks whatever yes. it was sewage, the sewage Daleks, Daleks. Which yeah. I was so as soon as it started I went oh yeah Poop Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody else think the dogs looked like they were being attacked by poop? Well, yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like a septic tank exploded. It was sentient poop. It, it definitely <laughs> reminded me of um, the poop monster from Dogma. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, there, there was a, there's a good point with your generation energy. Lindsay Burns reminded us that uh, the doctor said he'll probably just lose a limb or an organ right. on a future generation. So, like, this amount of regeneration energy is equivalent to, I guess, to a small body part. I think the the amount he was intending to use was the equivalent of a small body part. Right. I don't think the amount yeah. he actually used. Well, but he knew what he was doing, right? Yeah, but I don't think he meant... Yeah, he didn't have as much of a contingency for being attached to the machine. Like, I think that he intended the little bit that he had put out, like a handful, necessarily, <laughs> and then they were like, no, we're going to take your clothes and your money and everything you've owned. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so he sends the regeneration energy through, and then the Daleks, like, they do, they do like, a reboot. Yeah. Um, to come up with new, like, better, like, I guess it's, like, an iOS upgrade. Yeah, it was an upgrade. Right. Um, they were upgraded. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <Sorry. laughs> uh, no, you, I was going to do it if you uh, didn't. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> Nerds. But so, but they come back saying they're more powerful. My question is, what, how? What does that mean? Daleks individually are already pretty powerful. Yeah. I think, I think we're finally getting a new type of Dalek. That and I'm really excited to see it. I don't. I think we're going to get that answer this season for sure. Hmm. But I think that it's like something new and exciting that Moffat went. You know what? We need to revamp Daleks. Right. Last <laughs> thing we added was that they could fly. What can we do now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, because the you talk about Eccleston's episode Dalek. That's still my favorite Dalek episode. Yeah. Maybe um, the uh, the World War Two one mm-hmm. might rival it because that was just. I mean, regardless of that, the idea of the Daleks in like World War Two is amazing. Is just amazing because <laughs> yeah. I love history stuff. Um, <laughs> true, but yeah. but that original Dalek episode like is a scary episode. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a it's a creature feature where the Dalek is one Dalek yeah. could destroy everything. Yeah. Um, so I would love to see an evolution of them into something that feels threatening again. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I mean, to me, I feel like what would be cool, uh, is because, you know, the Daleks are essentially mutants inside of tanks. Uh, and with the regeneration energy, I mean, perhaps it could help them return to their original, like humanoid forms. Um, I mean, and I feel like if that were the case, the the whole uh, uh, Clara being inside a Dalek shows that a human being could fit inside of one of those tanks. So that would that would only one it would add to them being closer to the Time Lords in appearance, and also it would also kind of make them a more compassionate creature because now you're you're like there are humans inside of that. Oh, I really like that idea. Of them being going back to the humans, especially if we continue to have the like the humans with the eye stock. Yeah, which has stuck around and hasn't bothered me as much as I thought it would when it was first introduced. I the thing that bothers me about it is that it hasn't been like delved into. They were like, we're going to introduce this concept and we're just going to let it live amongst everything. And I kind of want to see them dealing with just them. 
You know what I mean? Like, I want to see the Doctor and Clara go against just the people with eye stocks. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, that's just me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'd be interested to see, like, what it, what they would have evolved to if they hadn't been stopped mm-hmm. um, at that point. Um, I mean, and that sort of brings us to the next big topic I want to talk about, which is all of the and and we will we'll get into Clara and all and Missy and everything going on with them in a minute. But while we're still on this topic, the 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 question of the prophecy that was introduced, like this new prophecy, we had never really heard. I, I tried to look like to see if like there had been any mention of yeah. it at any mm-hmm. time before. Correct me if I'm wrong, audience. And they will. Um, and I know that you will. And we will thank you for it. Yeah, yes. no, and I, I would appreciate if you if you know a story where this prophecy had been introduced, because I'd never heard it before. Right. Mm-hmm. The prophecy of a hybrid, a, mm-hmm. a, of two great warrior races bred together to create a warrior greater than either. The do- It was a, a prophecy that was on, that was from Gallifrey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did not that that does not sp- specify Time Lord right. and Dalek. Right. It says two great warrior races. The first thing that pops into my mind is Dalek Sec. Mm. Um the human Dalek hybrid. Right. right. I don't think that's what this is referring to, because that's like a really that'd be a really weird poll. They're yeah. like, we're actually talking about Dalek Sec from like four seasons ago. <laughs> <laughs> um what do what do you guys I love a new prophecy. Love a new prophecy. <laughs> um, I'm like, great. Let's let's figure this out. Um, I I'm hesitant as always uh, to get excited because of I, I'm a doctor. I made a cup of tea. Whatever. Right. Um, but I would love it to be if we're building and building, and then you know it's not the Time Lords and Daleks. It's something similar or completely different. As long as the payoff is worth it. I'm excited to see where this prophecy goes. Right. Um, I feel like in the end, it's going to turn out to be the Daleks themselves. Because originally on Scarrow, there were the Thal and the, mm-hmm. and the Khaled. And then eventually the Daleks reigned supreme because they were built by whatever, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so I feel like that in and of itself is that prophecy. Mm. So it was the, Gallif- the, the Gallifreyans, Time Lords, essentially prophesying that their greatest enemy would come to exist. Um, as opposed to being this like this thing, thing that we're going to have to yeah this new thing like but why introduce it then it gives us something to chase um, we've already I mean I that that could that could be it and I and I love when the doctor has to like chase things out even if it's not what we expect it to be right we're already chasing Gallifrey <laughs> find Gallifrey already damn it. That's my piece. <laughs> no, but I think you're right. It's uh, it's very likely that he will chase and chase and chase and discover that it was the Daleks themselves. That's very. That seems like a very likely Moffat thing. Yeah. Plus, I don't think we want to get too into the the Thals because, it, like, especially if you go back to the original appearance well, of them, they're yes. just like a bunch of Aryans. Yeah. Great. They're a bunch of blonde guys running around <laughs> on a planet fighting the Daleks. Sounds right. Claiming to be superior. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Sounds like. Go yeah, on. Yeah, we're yeah. Gonna move on. Yeah. Um, but the, but there's the. I, I'm very interested to see where the prophecy storyline goes. I wonder if it could. If the, I, I see, my instinct tells me that 
humans are one of the two warrior races that they're referring to. Mm. Um, could it be the doctor has a child with a human woman? Ooh. No. Um, I'm going to say that there's no way humans are part of this because we are constantly pointed out as um, primitive and um, way behind the rest of the universe. I would say, if anything, um, the potato people <laughs> really I want Strax yeah. to have offspring that with, with something else. With the rhino people. Strax yeah, and with Vostra. The rhino people. <laughs> Vostra would never do that to Jenny. How dare you? <laughs> um, no, but I could totally see the Centaurans and the um, Jadoon. That would be, those are warrior um, people. Well, there is um, <laughs> the potato people. It, I wonder if this is Moffat stringing back to um, season six. I think it was where um, they uh, the like the word doctor in certain cultures mm. translates as warrior. Mm. Back to like Demons Run when they discussed yeah. that. Yeah, um, like that was the specific quote. Was right. the doctor on this one planet is. Spoken as the word for warrior. Sure. Okay. All right. Um, that could also work. I mean, that's a that's a really far off breadcrumb, but <laughs> but you think I, me saying that Centaurs and Jadoon have babies is not? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, but that's just like because why? Like, we did see a Jadoon last a Jadoon last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Planting those seeds. Yeah. <laughs> slowly reminding you of all these things <laughs> so that you can get a Centaur and Jadoon hybrid for some reason. Is it weird that I really want that? <laughs> Centaurun. 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 Oh god. But so I, I, I am interested to see. I, I think it's gonna. I think it'll be a reinterpretation. Like if they find the original prophecy, sure. a re, like a rereading of it, warrior will somehow mean human. All right. Okay. Um, the other big questions. <laughs> the other big questions is why did the doctor leave Gallifrey? Is asked specifically right. by. Davros in this episode, why did you leave Gallifrey? Um, we've heard the board response mm-hmm. many times before yeah. from mon- from a v- bunch of different doctors yeah. as like the, the the sort of the accepted thing. Like he stole the he was bored, he stole the TARDIS and ran away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if we go back to uh, tenants years, um, I don't. I thought I had written down the episode somewhere, but whichever episode it was, um, where he looks in, where he talks about the master and him looking into the time vortex Mm -hmm. at at when they're children. End of. Continue. Yeah. Something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Silence. No. No. Not not the whatever it was. No. No. Whatever that episode was. I'm sorry. I don't remember the title. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You're 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 nerd too. Uh, (laughs) What? um, And the idea they 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 stared into the vortex and there were three types of people and the doctor was the one who ran. Yeah. Um, Fear. Yeah. Being the motivation. Yeah. No, this is like, but it's set up as a question that I think will be more answered through this season. Is the way that it sounded to me. Yeah. So then I'll say predict, not to predict, but predictions um, (laughs) that he saw whatever the hybrid is. Yeah, and that I scared can see that. or made him run or whatever. Maybe if it's tied to the prophecy, that could Let's be. Let's tie it all together. I mean, yeah, uh, I have a, a theory on that. I guess now. I mean, I guess I would say that I, if that were the case, maybe the hybrid is him, and that he is part. He's biologically time lord, 
but he is more connected with the humans. And so the combination of those two creates a greater being than the two of them individually. And so he saw himself becoming some kind of monster. Ooh, nice. He's the hybrid. Yeah. Interesting. Much the way, like, if you look at Amy, or not Amy, River, River. Um, or even Donna. Mm-hmm. Um, what if it's Dr. just, what if we get all of them back together in like a row, just <laughs> like, we are the hybrids, like Hero Walk. Don't, oh, I miss and, Donna. <laughs> I do too. Me too. Um, it was, I just, I just remembered it. Sound of the Drums. Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> scares me every time I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm just going to like tap. Stop! <laughs> um, and then the, the, the last big question that that sort of like ties into is the doctor's running. And in this, in these two, in this two parter, they set up that he thinks tomorrow he's going to die. Right, yeah. And tomorrow, especially to the doctor, right. is very relative. Um, yes. But this is his first regeneration in a new set. So he's not fully dying anytime soon, in theory. Right. What is like? What is the doctor's confession? Mm-hmm. Is asked in this. Mm-hmm. Um, the big quote: uh, "Few things matter to me, Davros. Not many, but a few. And you better not put my, your fingers anywhere near them." He's joking. He's talking about the sunglasses, but really, he's talking about what's on the confession dial. Right. right. Something on that is so important, that, and he thinks he's going to die. So it's it's a two part question: What is his confession, and why does he think he's going to die? Go. I think we have a whole season to get the answer. Yeah. I think I think we're, we're we're that's they were like, hey guys, here's what we're going to talk about this season. <laughs> yeah, here's our thesis statement. Right. This is specifically what got me excited though. Yeah. Is like asking those kind of, these big questions. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't wait for the rest <laughs> of the season now. Like it, the one offs last season was like I'm like all right all right all right I know where you're going. Dan and Clark are going to get together and they're going to have problems because the doctor and right. it'll be interesting to watch. But I know where you're going. And then they're going to kill him. You saw that coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. If you all fall right. in love with somebody on a science fiction show, there's a good chance they're not going to make it's true. it through. And his name was Pink, which is really related to Red, which he wore a lot. So you know, red shirt. Yes. So let's be honest. I mean, seriously, that was my, I wasn't here last week, but oh my gosh, the the one black guy in the show, he shows up and he's like, I'm going to rescue this kid and gets died to death. Of course. And the doctor shows up right after that and is not like, I guess I got to save that guy. It's just like, oh, let's save this little blue eyed kid. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's I mean, thing. it's we joke, but like. It, that's what happened. Keep it right. tally, guys. Keep it tally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, uh, like, I want to take a, a quick, quick break for a second and talk to you guys about iTunes. Um, you've heard the spiel many, many times. Um, go on to iTunes. Hit us with a review, a rating. Makes a big deal. It takes moments of your time. And, of course, as I did this, my iTunes froze and doesn't want to give me the reviews that we got over the summer that we didn't have time for last week. We'll get to you next week. I apologize. Um, but that makes this even quicker. Gives us more time to talk about the episode. Yay. Awesome. Um, so let's nice. get into... Let's let's finally... Let's get into Missy and Clara. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I know you guys have been waiting for this. Yeah. Um, do you want to start off with uh, Clara and the Dalek? 
Yes. Okay. We've been <laughs> sorry, <laughs> guys. I I don't know if anyone has noticed, but I've been waiting for Clara to be in a Dalek since the first time that was introduced, mm-hmm. and I was so excited for it to happen. Um, the fact that it didn't stick makes me a little sad. Not that I'm bashing Clara, but that I found the Clara in the Dalek way back in Asylum of Daleks was. Um, one of the most interesting characters. That, that was we, a huge twist. Yeah. yeah, and it was so fascinating. And the idea that this is how we got there was such a like brilliant move. Unfortunately, that's not um, that's <laughs> not where we ended up. Yeah. I loved seeing the you know Missy explaining to us how the Dalek works. Yeah, based on what she's feeling and saying. Um, and and ugh. I just, I just keep her in there, guys. <laughs> uh, go ahead. No. Oh, um, I would say that, like, yes, her in the Dalek. That whole sequence like broke my heart mm-hmm. um, because it made me feel really terrible for uh, for Daleks because it introduced this concept that there could be a Dalek that feels. Like, super remorseful and terrible about everything he's do- doing. He could be crying out for help, right. and it only comes out as exterminate and destroy. Yeah. It's brutal. That's it's so... it Like, it changes everything about what how we see the Daleks. Because we believe them to be these these remorseless, terrifying tanks. But essentially, they're just... They could be, for all we know, right. prisoners inside of these tanks... Uh, constantly uh, in a state of depression, never able <laughs> to find release, uh, and essentially they're forced to do all these things that they don't want to. And I think eventually become hateful. Right. Which um, is what the sewer Daleks right. are, are, basically. They've like lived through their life being crushed, like not even having words for happy or sad or like anything like that it just all translates to exterminate yeah. and so they end their lives and they're just all they have is their hatred towards what they've been put through yeah um other than like maybe the the, the supreme dalek i just wish that this you know clara in the dalek story was its own like i kind of wish we had explored it more yeah because that was just so... If if she got stuck in there for a little bit and, like, having the doctor not identify her, like, that... It would have been just such an interesting yeah. story to go down. And I think... I'm, I'm excited that we got it. I'm sad that I feel like it was wasted in this episode where it could have been its own episode. Right. Clara stuck in the Dalek. Yeah. I don't know what else you if you could have really done a whole arc with it, um, unless it was going to somehow lead to backwards into Oswin Oswald, which is what I've been asking for. <laughs> but we know it's not happening, just based on how that like storyline was explained. Right, it's not like the the story the Oswin Oswald was explained via the time stream. Yeah, yeah. but. but- Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. but it was but it was a <laughs> cool callback, and I would love to see it somehow reflected. Yeah, um, because mainly because I would love for that to somehow bring us an answer to the time stream ish <laughs> like question. Yeah. yeah, of like how how she survived that. Right, you could loop back sure and explain it, 
Moffat Wibbly Wobbly. Just yeah. <laughs> Sciencey Wiencey. Yeah, exactly. You could. Um, You're not going to. Yeah, probably. Um, but so the this whole thing that Missy does in this episode is she like they explained how she survived, how they got out of there, yeah. which mm-hmm. is I'm really happy that it's pretty much exactly what I've said since like we did the finale after show last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like it was, it's the same energy as the the teleportation that we've seen a bunch of times, right? Um, and we got in that explanation this really cool visual mm-hmm. about of the of an old doctor story from from Missy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I really liked it. You saw a baker running out, and there's a Hartnell like from yeah. the next column. Oh, that was great. Yeah, um, all like. And then he fell into a pit of vampire monkeys. <laughs> I, I like that Moffat, because he's such a fan of the old stuff, that he likes to, if I can use it from the old stuff, I'm going to use it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, as much as I give him a hard time, and I, I really do, but um, he likes to play that stuff up, and I think that's so fun, especially because I never watched, I mean, I watched very few of the classic Who, so to see it and be like, oh, like... That's somebody's doctor we're seeing. Yeah. It's really nice. It's well, it's great, especially for fans of the, that grew up right. with the classic. Who like we didn't, we weren't alive. <laughs> um, I was like, I want to see what word he uses. Yeah. Yep. Um, but like, we still have like great respect for the doctors mm-hmm. that came before our time. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great way to pay homage and mm-hmm. to do fan service to the people who have kept this show alive yeah yeah for us to now enjoy i'll just say um uh, not to harp on the cup of tea but um, (laughs) (laughs) like are we not gonna get a line about where missy got that rope to tie up (laughs) i was like where and and the fact that they even point out we have one chair on the planet of scarra like why do you have one chair well for the doctor obviously right <laughs> like they brought it specially yeah they like built a chair sure. just in case <laughs> the doctor comes in case the doctor comes around are we not going to answer about the rope like we're going to mention the teacup we're going to mention the chair we're not going to mention the rope i mean you could effectively get rope anywhere on Scarrow? Yeah. I mean, I'm, <laughs> Let me just I'm go sure down they, to the Home yeah, Depot. I'm sure they have, like, freight elevators okay. that you can... I mean, uh, they probably have super old-timey doors. She's, that got, need she's wearing a really pulleys. big dress. That's true. She does have, like, a Mary Poppins dress. Did she yeah. pull that handcuff? She's a... <laughs> She is a time lady. Yeah. Uh, they play with space and dimensions and bigger on the inside. I'll bet you she has a Hermione Granger style bigger on the inside purse. Oh, yeah. yeah. A bag of holding, one could say. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like All she's... the nerd references. <laughs> yes. well, guys, she's smart enough to have pockets. <laughs> bigger on the inside pockets. Yeah. We've all wanted them. I have them. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Yeah, definitely moving on. Uh, <laughs> um, one thing I want to point out with Clara in this episode um, that I thought was an interesting emotional moment when she's in the Dalek, mm-hmm. um, Missy makes her say, I love you, which, go back to last season. Oh, and, don't say it. Well, she said that to Danny, I will never say those words to anyone ever again. Hmm. <laughs> Why'd you have to say it? <laughs> Because they might not know what I'm talking about. So yeah, he's being a really good host, Yell, and you're like... I'm sad, go on. <laughs> but it was that was a really emotional moment, yeah. and like, whatever my... Like, I had mixed feelings about Danny, but right. that moment 
it hits you. It hit you in the moment. Like yeah. you can you you feel that pain, and you feel her like she, her hesitation. Yeah. But she knows she has to. But she doesn't know why she's saying it. But she has to get back to the doctor. Right. So she's willing. She's. Is she maybe she's being gullible? Right. Uh, some people in the chat room are saying Clara's being real gullible. <laughs> I mean, I'll just say Jenna's performance, especially in the Dalek, um, she's just so when her eyes, as the doctor says, inflate. Like she just is amazing, and her when she emotes from yeah. the eyes, it's just really um, breathtaking. Yeah. It's really genuine. Yeah. Yeah. And we definitely see it when she's saying, I love you. And when she's in the Dalek and she's terrified. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's trapped. Like, you want to talk about claustrophobic. Yeah. Like, I have to think probably the the connectors probably dispel a little bit of that just by connecting to the brain. Because she can see out of it. Yeah. Um, but oh my god, like she's like crammed up. Yeah. That's that's the size for a little like octopus monster that's like the size of your head. Yeah, the octopus monster sits on like a pedestal type thing. So if you take that yeah. out, there's space for a tiny. She's tiny. She is tiny. She's yeah. itsy bitsy. Not a not a large. She's person. like five foot. Eighty-five pounds. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she's quite eighty-five no. pounds, but she's this small person. What do I know? Um. Some other some other points. Uh, so Missy, her big thing is she wants complete control of the Doctor, canned, as she said. So yeah. like that's basically all of this storyline mm-hmm. is Missy trying to gain control of the Doctor for what purpose? Is it just is that just the Master being wily or? Well, I mean, to me, like this episode specifically, she felt like. The, her interactions with Clara um, felt like uh, your ex-girlfriend hanging out with your current girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And that, like, she's trying to show how much better for the doctor she is. And she's <coughs> trying to, you know, put Clara down as much as possible to show their differences. Um, so I think that I think that she's ultimately looking to have her friend back. She's probably very lonely. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows what the master, what they did with the master after he was sent back to Gallifrey right. in season four, I want to say. Yeah. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, after um, he was yeah. resurrected and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, who knows what that, what sort of hell he went through and then came out as Missy. Right. Um, very expensive upgrade. Mm-hmm. She puts it much better upgrade. Yes, <laughs> I mean not to dispel any. No, of No, no, no. I just sorry. No, I just really love Missy. I apologize. Missy yeah, is great. Really That's the thing. It's like I hope that she sticks around through. A, I know that she's come not is sticking is going to be in a lot of the season, but I hope it's a bunch because Michelle Gomez is just so much fun to watch. Yeah, and, and really, I think that that you know, with her showing off how she always escapes, like we now have the answer to Missy always coming back. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Yeah. I, I, I would watch a season of... Because we've never had... Right? Correct me if I'm wrong, because you know more classic than I do. The Master has never traveled extensively with the Doctor. No. he's like From what I remember, he's always trying to trap him in ways or best him in other ways. So they've never been like... 
buddies or companions. They've been like adversaries. I want Missy to be the next companion. That would be very interesting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse Please me. Please stop dying. <laughs> so I'm for cleft. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's really um, emotional. Um, but um, yeah, it would be very interesting to see what that would look like. Yeah. Um, if they ever got to that point, like where she, he's like babysitting her, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Like having to look out for Missy over a season, right? What would the- <coughs> what would that look like? Yes, well, thank you. Yo. I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. Mean, yeah. okay, I speak exactly. <laughs> and they're kind of building to it. Like they're, uh, for lack of a better phrase, they're vegeting her. Vegeting her. her. Yes. I I, explain I thought this, of that same this? comparison. Yeah. Um, Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. For those who don't yeah, please, uh, watch, I know I'm not the only um, one. <laughs> he started out as an in like the greatest rival. Uh, he was. The first person to essentially take down when the new series started, he was the first one to take uh, take down Goku, uh, who was our series protagonist. Thanks. Um, and over time, he uh, was he was an obstacle. Then he was a unwilling uh, ally, and then he became part of the team. He still re- retained a lot of his like evil flair for a while. He even turned back to the bad side. Spoilers um, for a little bit. But then ultimately he became domesticated. So one could also claim that this is similar to Regina from Once Upon a Time. Yes. Got it. Or Renard from uh, Once Upon uh... <laughs> a Renard from Grimm? Yes. Nice. Yeah. The master's power level is over 9,000. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So true. Oh, nerds. So, true. <laughs> so much nerds. We can also um, make it well, this Okay. Uh, but, <laughs> yes. before, before we move on, uh, there's one quick little sentence that I want to harp on for several minutes. Okay. I love it. Because uh, Missy has a daughter. Yes. yes. Um, that was just casually dropped in this episode. And I know that, like, we know that the doctor had kids. Yes. Even had a grandchild. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the first companion, one of the first companions, was his granddaughter. Right. What are, what, like, that? you don't drop something like that. Well, I guess, no, it's Doctor Who. They could totally just drop that and, and Missy, never mention yeah, it Missy again. Yeah, Missy drops things all the time. Um, yeah. Do you think that that's going to be a plot line? Do you think we're going to meet the master's child? I think the more important question is which master had a child? Ooh. <laughs> right? That's a good that's a very good question. Yeah. Um I would I would say most likely well they could all <laughs> it could happen with anybody right. except probably Missy. Um just cuz we've seen too recent. Too recent. But well, I, time, yeah, wait, time wait, 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 but also <laughs> How, when was the last time we saw the master? It's been years. That's fair. And then there's also time travel. Right. Yeah. Um, All right. So fair. And enough. also River Song, right? Like baby to teen, teen to grown woman. Right. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Missy. That's what I, I mean, I, I just the last time we heard about offspring um, was. In last season finale, or the one before, nope, season finale, uh, when Clara says to, uh, when she's saying, I'm the doctor, I'm not Clara, Clara's not real, to the Cybermen. Mm -hmm. And she lists real quick, it's like you almost don't even hear it, where she goes, uh, born in Gallifrey, Time Lord, this is how many years old, um, you know, this many 
uh, kids, this many grandkids, all probably dead, blah, 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 and just, like, throws out all these facts. Right. And so this is, again, another, like, throwaway line with the facts of the offspring, and I I hope that that pays off. Yeah. I hope that both of those pay off. I know that there are a lot of rumors about Susan, a lot of rumors about Maisie Williams' character. Mm-hmm. What if Maisie Williams' character is Missy's daughter? Oh! <laughs> that would explain how there's... Because they, they bay more or less in the trailers, like, can, like, say that she's a Time Lord without saying it. Right. When she says, what took you so long? Yeah. <laughs> and just the way that she's dressed in that, like, just looked like... I, I I will disagree, but okay. I mean, I, I came up with the prediction that she's the daughter, whatever. I assumed from what I saw. Okay. Um, oh, somebody in the somebody in the chat roll uh, said that the master had a wife in season four. Oh, that's right. She the blonde girl he abused. Right. Yeah. I don't think she had. I, you children. don't know that they ever had children. No. I was gonna say something real rude and kept it to myself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is an um, SVU. <laughs> but yeah, no. so uh, I think... Um, uh, that would be a really cool twist. Yeah. Um, yeah. And David Waddington says, I want them to bring back Susan. I, Tari and I talked about this. I think Tari was the one who first came up with the idea that Maisie uh, Williams yeah. could be playing a regenerated Susan. I will just say that Moffat has said multiple times... He's a liar. That too. Yeah. I was going to say that as well. But he has said that uh, Maisie Williams' character is not someone we have met yet. Yeah. And I. Also, I, rule number one Moffat lies. Yes. I, I sort of believe him on that because it's sort of. I don't, that's not his. Other than, the, other than like the master and like established recurring characters like that, mm-hmm. he hasn't brought in a lot of like old who people. Right. He had the perfect opportunity to bring Ian in last year. Right. <laughs> and just didn't. Even though the actor's uh, alive and kicking. Yeah. You could have just had him walk in, say hello, and then leave. <laughs> Can I ask something? I know, uh, I'm, yeah, Steven I know in the I'm booth. not as caught up as you guys, so this might be a completely taboo question to ask. Oh, God. <laughs> Is it... Could it even be possible that Maisie Williams is a future generation of the Doctor? I mean, it could be, the, like, theoretically, that's not the kind of thing that they would do, it's because it would unlikely. mean you would have to have committed Maisie Williams to a contract to be the Doctor at some point in the, the future. future. Not necessarily. I mean, oh, yeah, go. go. No, go. Okay. Because, I mean... Uh, Back in classic, you meet the uh, the what is it, Valyard, which is supposed to be a a Doctor regeneration, right? But he's like more of a theoretical. Uh, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Oh, regeneration. <laughs> <laughs> he's more of a theoretical regeneration. So those two existed in the same place at the same time, but he never came to fruition. Mm. Um, so you could effectively, if if. If you wanted evidence of that, you could say that the energy that he gave up in this episode lends towards her being a future uh, uh, regeneration. Why? Uh, Why can't you think? Because he was like, you know, it may make him shorter, a smaller person. Ah. So that could be a breadcrumb to that point. Not Mm. necessarily, not necessarily saying that that's what it is, but that could be a Stephen in the booth. Yeah. Um, I would say also it's possible that she could because then we could also do like a well she would have existed had we gone down this path but we've decided to go down this path and now she never existed kind of a, a 
she'll go in her TARDIS to save somebody in Game of Thrones. Right. She's not yeah. going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be like Amy's Choice. Yeah. Um, or I don't know, not that episode. No, but it'll be like but, yeah, yeah, the one where she meets meets her future self and won't the let her in the TARDIS. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of potential. I mean, I'm excited for what Maisie Williams' character, whoever it is. Just I just say, like that actor. I'll just say one last thing about the Susan theory. I think you were the one who pointed out that Moffat would totally pull a line like, "Well, we in the new Who have never met Susan. Yes. Therefore, we've never met her. Therefore, she could be Susan." Moffat would totally pull that right, line. or he could just straight up be lying. Also, but he likes. I think he, I feel like he likes to lie with like a with like intent. Yeah, like a plan. Like on, where he you go back and he's like, I wasn't technically lying. Right, like, the name of the doctor was said. Yeah, that, that's a perfect example. Yeah, they said huh. the words the name of the doctor. Mm-hmm. Jerk. Go on, <laughs> jerk. Uh, Sorry to get us way off tangent on... Um, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's always fun. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's get into uh, let's get into some news and gossip. Ah! Yeah. That's the new sound. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> After Buzz TV News. There it is. Okay. Um, so, this is similarly to last week from The Mirror... Oh, great. <laughs> British tabloid paper. But these are direct quotes, so like we'll only go with what the quotes say. Sure. Um, <laughs> they, they, they're reporting that the BBC asked Capaldi and Moffat to consider shooting longer series each year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, do more episodes. And uh, Capaldi said, said no. like, he was basically like, Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> um, he said the way that they're talking about it is they said, like, if you did it all year round, there would be casualties. Fair enough. This is Capaldi. <laughs> One of the casualties would be the quality of the show. They don't think, and they don't think that they would be able to do more than 12 quality episodes per year. And I will say, to their credit, every episode last season and this season, especially, have had an unbelievable cinematic quality mm-hmm. to them. Oh yeah, especially these these first two have been amazing. Yeah, um, I'll say this also. Um, as we said last season, there were a bunch of episodes that we loved, and and a handful that we did not love as much. And I would say that yes, that would definitely be. You give us more episodes. I feel like we'll have more. On both sides that we will love and ones that we don't. Um, also, Moffat's real busy, guys, because he has to make three whole episodes of Sherlock. <laughs> hey, those are feature length yeah. episodes. It's like he's making three movies. It so, is actually when you think of it that right. way, like incredibly yeah. taxing. But I will also and a add, Christmas special. Fair yell, enough, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but I will also say, um, for those who aren't aware, there was BBC drama with their finances and that they're cutting budget. Has nobody heard about this? Yeah. I, I missed okay. that one. Um, and so the the fact that the Mirror is reporting that they asked them to make new episodes or more episodes uh, is kind of contrary. to That's that. the word I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. Interesting. It contradicts the like. Actual financial status of BBC. They're, they would cut Doctor Who's budget? It's something to look into. I Interesting. I mean, I can't speak on the matter. I just know that BBC was dealing with budget. Because it's, it's government funded. Yes. Right. Um, I would just say, uh, 
the amount of TARDIS merchandise that just I've purchased. <laughs> I, was, I totally thought you were going to say that Yell owns. Uh, well, the thing, but that's the thing. Right? It's like yeah. they've slapped a TARDIS on everything. I know. These I own days. it. <laughs> There's a there, you can buy a TARDIS mini fridge. I know. I want one so bad. Um, but the, but the point. But my point is, like, if they're going to cut anything's budget, that seems like it should be the last thing because they must I don't be work for BBC, right? Either way. Or do you? I do. Okay. Secretly, I was working for the BBC. That would be amazing. The I Beeb. Would, I would not keep it a secret. Uh, is that all your news? That's all the news that I have. Um, um, shall we? I will remind everyone that there are interviews from City of Comic Con <laughs> with the cast um, available on Yell.tv. And now it's nice. time for. <laughs> That's news. And now, you're after Buzz TV. All right, guys. Next week, we're going to be looking at episode 903, Under the Lake. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of big arcs that are going to have through season, but next week looks like uh, Clara wants another adventure. Yeah. She's like, all right, enough harrowing nonsense. Let's find some ghosts under the water. And I think I heard the words nuclear reactor. Yep. Mm -hmm. That does sound correct. Yes. What are you guys thinking? For um, either for the season as a whole or just for next week? Here's what I think. I think these sonic uh, sunglasses... Oh my god, we didn't talk about the sonic sunglasses. Yeah, I think those can't stay. I can't. I can't. I love them so much. Okay. I can't. Let's... That's my, no, that's my I'm, prediction. Well, let's take a step, let's take a, we're going to take a step back out of predictions oh. for like a moment. Oh. Because... <laughs> you don't talk about those. No sonic screwdriver anymore? Yes! Finally, it, it's yeah. It's been it's been a long time coming. Um, I I felt like we were supposed to get a new one when we got Capaldi, right? Um, but we didn't. And then I think Moffat has decided it's too much of a a crutch, and so he got rid of it. And it's... then he was like, you know what? I I need it. So Sonic <laughs> sunglasses. He needs it to do little dumb things, but not without the like screwdriver. What? Like to plug plot holes. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, but like that, like that could have also just been you could have like put that in the key, right? Like triggered it with the key or something, right? Um, but it does. But without the sonic screwdriver, he can no longer just like point it at a computer and then it just does the thing he wants yeah. it to do. He doesn't have his magic wand anymore. Yeah, because that's what it became. Yeah. It went from a scientific instrument. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a, magic to, wand. to a magic wand that could do anything except for, except wood. for wood. Yeah. And um, deadlocks. Was it deadlocks? No, it was... There was some sort of lock that he could not open. Mm. Uh, anything with wood? Like No, but there was like deadlock. It was like something was securely locked. I don't remember what the term is. Right. It's like an ultra secure lock. All right. So like, at, like, like a time vault? No, there was something. Yeah. Either way. Anyway. Someone the, in the, either someone way, in the comments is like, it's, it's a this... <laughs> The, I mean, we've seen Sonic instru- like things before. Sarah right. Jane had lipstick. Yeah. Um, a bunch of things. Um, Matt, I think Matt Smith had a Sonic cane. Yeah. At some point. point. Yeah. Uh, Let's kill Hitler. There's a, few, there's a few other ones, but I mean, the Sonic sunglasses make me laugh. He does. I do like. He the pulls them off yeah, too. He really does. He's so badass. We're gonna. You're gonna see. 
50 of those uh, ninth doctors at San Diego next year. Yeah. Minimum 50. The 12th doctor with the Ray-Bans. Yeah. Yep. Shades of the new bow ties. Oh, I need to buy new shades. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I feel like what's going to happen, I really hope this happens quickly, is they're going to be dealing with something at night, and he's going to be wandering around with those, and Claudia's going to take them off. (laughs) (laughs) But they're my Sonic shades. Yeah, like, I feel like that needs to happen, and needs to happen soon. Because if we drag that out, that's going to really be obnoxious. But I love it. Okay. Back into predictions. Um, That was my prediction with stupid sunglasses. (laughs) Tari, what are you thinking? Um, I mean, I I dropped a lot of things throughout, so I'll just say that I think that this one will feel a lot like... Mummy on the... Mummy on on the the Orient Orient Express. Express. And so I feel like it'll be more of a mystery in that way, where it's like, these are ghosts and they're coming, they're appearing. we got to figure out why, and it's going to be some kind of really fun alien thing it's always aliens um and i think season wide i think that we are going to get some of the uh answers to the big questions that were dropped in this episode um whether they be direct answers or uh hints to build towards the answers why does the doctor leave maybe they'll uh tie it into the fear that they built and listen something to that effect (laughs) um so i'm hoping that we do get a cool overarching, if not storyline, a, a theme that runs throughout the idea of this like hybrid that is uh, not not even just the hybrid species, but different forms of hybrids. Mm. Like in like when the master was leaving, uh, she was saying, you know, part friend, part enemy, part enemy, part friend. Uh, one could say a hybrid, and I want more explorations into that Ooh. idea. Yeah, I, I mean, I love that multifaceted aspect, and I, I agree with you. I think I think the hybrid is going to be, whatever this prophecy is, it's going to be, it's going to answer the, a lot of what the, I think the prophecy is going to tie directly into why the doctor left Gallifrey. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that he saw the prophecy and left because of it, but that, that whatever that thing is, whatever the prop, whatever the hybrid is, whether it's winds up being the doctor or being Clara or mm-hmm. like the master's daughter, even, um, you're just so excited about that idea. I just, it, all of these things, I think, could be really cool as a way to drive the Doctor's story forward and explain some of these questions that we've had for years. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, because a prophecy is very big, and I and like my big thing before, like I, I think it's like the Greek, the way that Greek stories and myths dealt with prophecies is that like you hear the word warrior, but it can actually turn out to be something completely right. different that yeah. still fits, but not how you first expected. Much like how the way that Moffat tells us lies <laughs> all the time. Yeah, that does sound right. Yep. Huh. And I think with that, yeah. that's going to do it for us here at AfterBuzz TV Woo! on the Doctor Who After Show. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Guys in the chat room who made it over uh, to, the, to the show, Thank you so much, all of you, for joining Did us. Did they get us the answer to the deadlock I was looking for? Um, no. Not yet. I'm sure uh, that it will be in the comments. Yeah, yeah don't worry. There. Um, <laughs> but thank you guys, and we'll be sure to leave us a, a rating and a comment on iTunes or on YouTube. Hit the little thumbs up button that's like over here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's, it's a big help. And uh, so till then, 
Tari Miller, where can people keep up with you? I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Also coming up, we'll have the uh, Flash and the Arrow panels, and they're going to be so exciting. Uh, Follow me on Twitter, and you'll know when they are. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. (laughs) Bye! Um, I'm Yell. You can find me online at yell.tv. That's where the interviews with the cast are. Check them out. I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and all of my after shows I'll announce on Twitter, probably at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. Uh, and you guys can follow me on Twitter at ThatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. A whole bunch of shows are back now. Well, we started up The Muppets last week. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. returns this Tuesday. Me and Tari are going to have a Marvel vs. DC battle. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is back. Uh, A whole bunch more coming back soon. Grim with these two fools is coming back next month. Uh, Be sure to tune in. Guys, I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 